Hey everybody, welcome to the Marathon Church Podcast. We have had a wonderful summer and it is so good to be back with you today. Uh, Wherever you may be, thanks for joining us. Please make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review to the podcast. And uh, my name is Craig, I'm your host, and I am so glad to be joined today by Lead Pastor Eddie Cox. I am here, yes. Yeah, Executive Pastor Brian Cox. Hello. And Greenville Campus Pastor Reggie Smith. What's going on, fellas? Hey, Hey, Reggie. It's a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. It's so good. Yes, it is. It's so beautiful. <laughs> we we had a, a fantastic summer, and uh, yes. we were so busy. You know, the podcast, you know, went under the radar a little bit, but we're back. So glad to be back with you guys. And we started a brand new series on Sunday called Emotions, and you guys kicked it off to a great start. It was a local Sunday, which means that, Reggie, you spoke yes. at the Greenville campus, and you guys emotional. had free drinks and all kinds of special stuff going on at the Greenville campus. But guys were happening. Absolutely. Free People love guys. That. Yeah, anything with chocolate. Anything yeah. with chocolate, peanut butter. You need to explain the Buckeye, because yeah, I had... Yeah. It's a shake. I said that Buckeye. Sunday... It's a shake with chocolate and peanut butter This couple and came in. I said, get your Buckeye. He said, no, I don't like that. Get out. And he thought I meant Ohio State. Yeah. Come on. I oh, said no. This oh. is this has nothing <laughs> no, to do. It's a shake. It's a shake. I think mm. He thought we were honoring them for some reason. I don't know. Does it have coffee in it? I think he was a Clemson fan. Oh, really? Real real men have football on their mind right now. Oh, yeah, I'm so right. excited. So everything Man. is related to football. Oh, I'm ready. It's gonna be good. Let's do it. Who's gonna win this year? It's very emotional for me to. It is an emotional um. topic. <laughs> if you say the wrong thing, you're in trouble. Yeah. I know. Alabama's oh. going to be really good. Oh, <laughs> went, wow. Went, yeah. I wow. mean, not they are. Yeah. They're going to yeah. be really yeah. good. And yeah. Georgia's going to be really good. And yeah, and um, Carolina is getting a lot better. Is getting better. <laughs> they will win more than they lost. Like, you know, wait a minute. They will win more this year than last year. That's what I'm trying to say. I think that's yeah. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the hope. Yeah. We're going to go with that. Yeah. Go Beamer. Yeah. Beamer <laughs> ball is here. We love it. Um, and we don't even need to talk about Clemson. Everybody knows they're here. So, yeah, Reggie, who do you pull for? I'm trying to stay neutral in this because yeah. these people, don't, some people, don't know me yet. You know, I'll just stay neutral right yeah. now. Is that okay? Yeah, That's I feel good. like I was trying to figure out even even for high school. Like my daughter's going to Easley, and mm-hmm. and like I graduated from picking. So when you go to a game, do you split the shirt, or do you, you know how do you do that? Support your daughter, PhD from from Pickens. Well, the great philosopher Brian Wilson mm. said, "Be true to your school." Mm. So I don't know what you do with that, Reggie. Okay, we'll see. I like that. Never heard fun. that. I have, yeah. I'm very excited. I'll at least get you know, all the be, home games. The Beach Boys. Be mm-hmm. true to your school. Yeah. yeah. Oh like, yeah. It does feel like fall because it's like 88 today instead of 98. So it it does feel, feel like it. we got a little break. It's something it? happening. You can feel yeah. it. Yeah. It's it's in the air. Mm-hmm. The the bad news is I heard we're going to lose an hour of sunlight. And then over the next 30 days. Really? Yeah. So for us golfers, not great news. Not good. It's not good news at all. That brought me some sadness. Are you you having an emotion now? I am emotional. You need to help me with that. (laughs) I had a guy tell me on Sunday, too, how come you guys only talk about football? Why don't you ever talk about hunting? I said, because I don't care about hunting. (laughs) But. You know, I've only hunted like twice in my life. He said it's hunting season too. I was, I, I, okay, 
Maybe I'll say something about hunting sometime. You know, if there was hunters on the staff, maybe somebody would do it. But, yeah. You know. there's, there's, no, there's probably a lot of hunters listening right now, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Let's here think. in South Carolina, there's no G in hunting. It's hunting. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, Reggie? You're right. I did see a turkey in my yard. Nice. Last night. It was last night, actually. <clears throat> well, they're everywhere, right? You know, yeah. They Is it turkey around. season? Yeah, they come around Thanksgiving. You remember? They really do. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it that. is about to be turkey season, though. Yeah, somewhere. I know deer's coming. You know it's what's re- you know what's coming? Yeah, Christmas. Oh, so what, you see my uh, you see my mug, weeks. You see my mug, coffee and Christmas music. Oh, Reggie, you you have that every I'm, day. You drink that every day. Well, it reminds me of Christmas. <laughs> He's a yeah. Hallmark man. You I love him. No, no, channeling. I do love you know coffee, fall, uh, pumpkin spice is coming. Um, what else? Leaves falling. Cold weather one day. Yes, pumpkin muffins oh. at Dunkin' Donuts. Oh. Uh-huh. Man, see that already. I made Brenda mad the other day. <laughs> I actually did. I come home. I said, you know, they just started selling the pumpkin muffins. And she's like, stop it. Mm. That's not true. That's yeah, your favorite thing. Pumpkin muffins. Yeah. You need it, to try it. It's about to be all things pumpkin spice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're a little off topic. No, we're – hey, we're good. <laughs> we're, we're catching up from the summer, you know. <laughs> Went sideways, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Those man. apple donuts. Those, was apple cinnamon donuts. A place you can go up. What's that called? Sky Top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they're really good. Oh yeah. Those oh are... yeah. You got to wait in line like three hundred people, but it's worth it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We hadn't had lunch today. I can. Yeah, tell. and we're all <laughs> trying not to eat carbs. Yeah. And what's you guys up with that? We're about keto. We're talking about all the. Car- yeah. That's yeah. Not good. So how you doing today on that, Reggie? Carb wise. Very good. I got my yeah. full cream coffee. Heavy cream. Heavy cream. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yes. A lot of heavy cream. Found some new. Uh, stuff to make it taste like it's sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ground your own coffee today, is that right? Yes, we did. Wow. Was That's that an amazing. improvement? Well, Starbucks. Well, Starbucks. Nobody said anything yet. Maybe I should try it. Well, I was going to steer clear, but I, maybe I'll try it. better. So. As I drink it now. Yeah. It's good. So on Sunday, Eddie, you preached here in Powdersville. And Reggie, you preached in Greenville, but the same topic, same message. Where is God? The first message in this emotions series, and you guys just kind of started with the question, like, "How how we doing? Like, you you good? You good, man? How y'all doing? That's yeah. what you're doing, Pickens. Yeah. How, how y'all doing? Not yeah. how are you doing? You wouldn't say that, Pickens. How y'all doing? You good? Everybody okay? <laughs> That's what you're doing. Isn't that right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you got to be careful. I said you got to be careful, though, when you ask people that because sometimes you get everything. Mm-hmm. They tell you all their ailments, all their hurts, all their pains, everything. 30-minute conversation. Not that we don't care. Yeah. You know, just sometimes you got to be careful. So when, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to ask, when, when people ask you guys that, do you tell the truth usually? About what? When they say, how are you doing? Because I usually just go, hey, I'm good. No, I usually just say the same thing. Because I don't good. Yeah, I, I don't, don't want to go into stuff. Yeah, I don't want to That's unload me. on so, them. How yeah. about that? How about this one? It's a beautiful day. That's what you say when you're playing bad golf. That's what I said. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> I heard that a lot the other day. Or, or <laughs> golf you can, course. You can say, I'm blessed and highly favored. Oh, my. Do you like that? That's good. That's spiritual. Yeah. Tommy kept saying, it's a great day, isn't it? I said, yeah, when I hit it in the woods. It's a great day. <laughs> beautiful day. Yeah. 
Uh-oh. Was that a team event, though? It was, yeah. So it it's wasn't the easier. end of the world that you hit it in the woods mm-hmm. because maybe somebody else hit it straight. Mm-hmm. That's always less, helpful. A lot less anxiety. You know, I didn't ask that question. The first question, we just, are you good? You know, all that. I want to know. I was trying to ask him, do you believe that God feels what you feel? You know, yeah. does he know where you are? That was one of the things I was, I, I kept hearing. This is what, you know, does God know me and where I am in my situation? And does he feel that? That was a, that was a thought going into that for me. I don't well, know if Reggie, I don't know what you did. Well, d- does he care? Does he yeah. know? You know? Does God know what yeah. it's like to hurt? Does he know what it's like to feel those feel the things we feel? And then d- does he care? Yeah, that was. And mine was. Um, I believe in God, but do I trust Him? Mm-hmm. Right. So that was a couple of things, you know. Because I think everybody says, "Yeah, I know there's a God and everything," but it's all good when everything's good. But when you can't do anything about your situation, are you really going to trust him with that? And that's that's a hard thing to do. Yeah, so that was kind of your premise, Eddie, is that maybe we, maybe we even believe that God sees us, but maybe he's not doing what we think he ought to do or things aren't turning out the way we think they should. And so then that's where the trust factor comes in, right? Yeah, you know, God's at 72,000 feet. And so he's seeing beginning and end. So he knows what's going to happen from this moment, this pain that we're in. He knows where it's going to go and how how it's going to turn out on the other side. But for us, we won't we won't know all that now. And then it's a hard thing to do to trust. It really is hard to do. Did you ever? Did you hear any answers to that question? On what? Uh, from anyone? Like, what was the question again? Does God feel? Well, does God feel what we feel? When we're in the middle of a when hurt and pain, and mm-hmm. does he feel what we feel? And, and the other thing is, does he notice? That was the we're yeah. looking at. We see things, but do we notice? Well, you he's know, got, Jesus. What does it say? He has thirty nine different emotions. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I was when you said that. I was I was trying to figure out what they were. Yeah, I don't even know if I could name thirty nine. I'm like, you I said your know. daughter has all of them. Well, yeah, if you got a teenage. <laughs> teenage kid you know that within three minutes you can probably experience all those emotions oh yeah 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 Yeah. that's good i can't name 39 emotions so Mm. i don't know who found that out i know they did thank god for bible scholars (laughs) though right that's what they they're looking for my you know emotions somewhere so yeah amazing but did you know that question did does god feel i know jesus did you know you look at the scripture he agreed for other people and when in that you know in the garden there he he said he was you know I, I don't know the exact verse but he was in agony basically to the point of death mm-hmm. like I'm yeah. just I can't handle this mm-hmm. and that was the son of God that felt yeah he has compassion I think mm-hmm. with him compassion for him I mean it should be for all of us I you know I, if I have compassion it means I'm going to do something for you. I'm not just going to pray for you. I'm going to have compassion, which means I'm going to mm-hmm. move to do something. That's kind of how Jesus did things. And he and he not he you know the whole crowd. He always noticed what he was looking for. And this time, he was looking. He saw the the woman, the widow, and the son. So it was a little little different experience about to happen. Yeah, I thought it was interesting what you did, Eddie, because I, I thought I think it really provoked a lot of thought when you when you said the chance is really good that you're feeling unsettled right now. Yeah. And and I think two and a half years into this whole pandemic thing and mm-hmm. you know, our our culture and what's happening in our country right now, I think all of us feel unsettled. And 
and I ask myself, am I unsettled? And does does God see that I'm unsettled? You know, and that's kind of that's kind of where I went. Does he know? I mean, you know, I just want to make sure he knows my situation, and he's paying attention to me. And it's not a generic, yeah, I love you, but I love you specifically, and I know where you are, and I know what I'm going to do with you in this thing that's happening. I have a plan for you. Remember Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. So there's that trust thing. I, all right, I can't see it, but I trust you to do something with it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys took us to this account in Luke seven, where. Jesus is walking into a town, and he walks right into the middle of a funeral, basically. And there, you guys brought out some really interesting historical points about a funeral in that day and what that might have been like and what it might have felt like. Well, Reggie, help, help me on that one, because you liked that stuff, because we were going over it. You remember the— uh... Well, there's just a, there was wailers. There, were, there was mourning that was taking place. You had the, the mom— um, of course, she was a widow. She had lost her husband, and then she had lost her son. Now, and we we didn't know exactly what age, but but we're, you know, you see all that that's going on, and he he looked and realized, you know, he had compassion for her. He's grieving for her. Here's this woman. She's lost her husband. Now she's lost her son. And there's wailers, and there's religious crowd, and there's all these people, and in walks Jesus and sees everything that's going on. Yeah. He- the, the you know the people there were most of them were paid to be there. You know how they did that. That was so interesting to me. Yeah, they paid the crowds to be there and, and tambourines and singing and wailing and all that. So he's walking in to this, which is an interesting for me because I have to always think like this. He's gonna he's gonna heal everybody he raised from the dead. They all died anyway. Okay, so there was something about that moment that when he did these things, not only I want you to know that I'm the son of God, but he created another emotion. When he raised the little boy from the dead, he created great fear. That's what the Bible says. Yeah. So he created a lot of things and a lot of emotion there. But he really did have compassion in this moment for that for that lady. And I can do something about it, and he did. What I love about Jesus is that wherever he walked into a funeral, he usually messed that funeral up, didn't he? Oh, yeah, Eddie said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like people just rising from the dead, yeah. <laughs> and I liked it that every time it seemed like it seemed like every time he raised somebody from the dead, you know, of course they'd start talking, and then it'd be like, mm-hmm. "Go get them something to eat." I was like, "Jesus yeah. likes for people to eat, especially yeah. after raising from go go get him something." Of course, he's hungry. He's been dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that little boy. You know what he said, right? What did he say? He said, "How you doing?" How you? <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the things that's that's cool in this text, and and really with all of Jesus' miracles, is like. The miracle was for everybody. It oh, was yeah. for the mom, and it was for the boy, but it was for all the people there, all too. Like, like you said, Eddie, great fear came upon the crowd. Like he, There was a point to, and, and a purpose to all of it. You know what's crazy is the religious crowd is the ones that didn't like it. You know? yeah. <laughs> I think <it's> like, <laughs> Some things never change. <laughs> the religious yeah. crowd, you're going to get upset that this man just healed this little boy. And this mom's gonna be better, but yet the religious crowd, you know, it's like there was Jesus always had there was always trouble with the religious crowd. Like, what's he doing? What's he touching the coffin? The coffin wasn't exactly like we think of coffins today. Didn't have sides and a top on it and all that. It's probably a slab of wood with some rope on it, and they're you know parading the the kid through the streets. And then Jesus, he sees all this that's going on, and he goes over and he touches the coffin, and then it says they stopped. It's like 
what is he doing? He just touched. Now he's unclean because he touched the yeah. dead body, which was considered unclean. So what on earth? Oh, my goodness. It's just horrible. Yeah, what I think they, it was a really – everybody got really quiet when he walked over, mm-hmm. what I would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he wasn't really uh, – he wasn't dead, according to Jesus. <laughs> so I don't know. There was a, I think it's really strange where the, the religious, the rules – I think that's one of the things that – you know, Jesus was the rule breaker, you know. What was that rule breaker, heart maker? Mm. Yeah. Can, you yeah. that? Can you sing that? Idiot? Rule breaker. You know, I did that Sunday morning. <laughs> Don't you mess around with me? <laughs> yeah, that's Pat Benatar. Y'all gonna look it up? What, what was breaker. the re- What was the reaction when you mentioned Pat Benatar? Were people like, because well, that's that's my wheelhouse. Well, right? if you're you old know? enough, you can you know. Now the kids, you know, teenagers didn't know nothing. They'll Google it. You know, so <laughs> Google they it. Google everything if they don't yeah. know it. <laughs> me and Brenda started singing it. I think. When Reggie said that, I don't know if you heard us, but you looked over at us. Like, there was a lot of people. Like, I made him sing it with me. Mm-hmm. I but did. I love the change, rule breaker, heart maker. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's the way I'll sing it from now on. Yes. Did, did you do the yeah. splagna? Yeah, I, I said it wrong. <laughs> splagna. means he's yes, full of compasses. I said splagma. Splagna. They, and, like, they have the ah. You know, splash. <laughs> it's like, you, like you're sticking your finger down the throat. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants to know, that's the Greek word for compassion, compassion. which is deep emotion. That's I what have Jesus. a lot of splagna for you. Yeah. So we're saying that Jesus crossed the line. Yeah, he did. Uh, what do you mean I, by that, Reggie? The, the, they did, he crossed the line. He went over the, the – like he didn't care. He was willing to do what was necessary for this kid and for this mom. He crossed the line even though the religious Pharisees were going to say – you can't do that, you know. It was always like they're telling Jesus what he can't do. You can't do that. His compassion was greater than the rules. Right. He, he didn't let that. Yeah. He, get in he the cared way. about the people. What's that line that said? We don't draw lines to keep people out. We cross lines to bring people in. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I, that's kind of what. Go ahead, Craig. No, I was just gonna say I love that statement. Yeah. I, yeah, I think you know, I think some people just won't be rebels. Without a cause, and but he was a rebel with a cause. Mm-hmm. But he yeah, would, that's fantastic. Yeah, he. Um, if it meant reaching people, then there he didn't care about any rule. You know. Yeah. If it meant helping people, you know, I think sometimes we just want to be rule breakers, but he did it on purpose, with purpose. So it's a little different. Yeah, and I think this is the heart of Marathon. This is the heart of Marathon Church. Mm-hmm. Is is they're not we're not going to draw any lines to keep people out. No, and and you guys, Eddie and Brian and Reggie, you're here pretty much at the beginning too. You guys have always crossed lines to bring people in. Yeah, we did. And how did the religious crowd feel about that? Well, we we brought <laughs> so many religious rules. I remember those days. Oh, it was. Uh, Eddie always talked about the dress. That was the number one issue. People didn't go to church. The dress yeah. code was what you had to wear. You know, that was a big deal. It was dress. Then it was uh, music. And we mm. crossed a lot of lines there. Crossed a lot of lines. Say. I mean, there was a lot, mm, lot of things that were said. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to talk about that? Well, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's just I, like, I'm, like you know, and I, I just think that's the cool thing about marathon is mm-hmm. that we're we're here to reach people to cro- cross yeah. cross and, those lines so that people can come, people can find out about Jesus. Yes, we don't we don't compromise, we don't dumb it down. We say what God's word says, 
and we mm-hmm. care about people, and we want them to find Jesus, and we want them to be disciples. We want them to, to know what it is to know Jesus and realize how much he loves them and how much he wants them to have that abundant life. So, yeah, when the religious crowd used that, I'd get upset about that. Well, I think we, we've been misunderstood and still are, for the most part, misunderstood. I have to be careful. I don't – it causes me anger. You know, emotions, emotions, yes, (laughs) toward um, not everybody, but, you know, some of my friends that are religious, I guess you would say, that have issues with maybe a song we do or how we teach or whatever. And and I've learned just to keep doing what God called us to do. Our mission is to reach people, to love people. It's not. Yeah, you may not like it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, just keep. I love you too, though. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I try my best not to let that because I know in the beginning it it was very emotional for us because we grew up in church. We grew up. Our mom, Baptist, Southern Baptist, all this stuff for us to do what we did. I don't know how she would have felt about it in some ways. I know. Um, but you know but the call on our life is to is to reach people but i don't want to say we do that because they're not right you know there's a lot of great churches out there maybe traditional or believe but they're doing great things and so i've learned to bring myself peace that i'm not in the war with them that's right i'm in the war with satan mm-hmm. and i want people to find god that's what i care about we're about the kingdom in the kingdom i think the church is missing a lot of it because we fight each other more than we fight mm-hmm. Satan. That's right. we're all, we're that's all a in sad, this together. it's a sad thing about the church in my opinion mm-hmm. it's a whole nother podcast but yeah but for us our mission and i've had to learn i mean you know we say it all the time we're doing this two decades and it's taken still learning but it's taken me a long time to to understand the mission a little bit better and get me out of the way a little bit, you know? What about you, Eddie? I think the question was not who we were going to make mad when we did this. Yeah. That wasn't what was yeah. trying to be done. We were trying to figure out how, what is the best way to reach people who never been to church and giving up on God. That, that was always the question, not if we're going to offend the religious crowd. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah, We didn't do things just to offend you. Yeah, we, we really <laughs> didn't think. We didn't really think of it. I mean, I was shocked how bad it got with other pastors that never wanted to have anything to do with me. It was like, I'm just trying to reach lost people. That's what y'all told us, and you taught us to do that. Now we do that, (laughs) and now you're mad. So, But but we never did think, oh, we're going to go out, and and we're we're not going to be like them. That wasn't the thing. It was how how do we reach people that don't know Jesus Christ? And then we we used all kinds of translations of the Bible. Mm Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if you don't understand what God's saying, you probably can't do it. So that was another thing. You know, the, we crossed another line there from King James yeah. to NIV to whatever. Yeah. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are great points. And I think we're at a place now where literally every day we're kind of in the laboratory, if you will, trying to figure out what lines need to be crossed to reach the next generation, right? Well, I think it's, it's changed too a little bit in that now we're. We're trying to reach the ones who are gave up on church. Yeah, you know, it, I think that's a little more of what we see now is people that totally I'm done with it. I don't want anything to do with you. 
or any church anymore, and we're trying to help heal that and bring people back in because we've all been hurt by it. And I think that seems like another part of the mission now yeah, for where sure. it's, it's still the lost community, but a lot of those that have been in the church, what, what did Mark Clark say? They've been divorced from Christianity, yes. mm-hmm. so they really don't want anything else to do with that. And so we find that it's a little bit more difficult because they don't they don't fall for all the things that the church used to do. They want something real. They want something more, I guess, authentic. That's what we say that word all the time. Mm. And I think Andy Stanley said to us that that the reason the deconstruction movement is happening is not because of Jesus. It's because of Christians, right? Yes. And that's pretty sobering. That it is, and it, it's it's sad. There's a lot of people that have left the church because of that, and I'm hoping we're making a place for them in what we do, you know, not just at Marathon, but I think the church needs to learn to embrace people with the love of Jesus and not – it's it's amazing that the rules are still there. <laughs> no, it's right. You know, yeah. it's still there. The, the, the judgment's still there. The, it blows my mind that it never changed, hardly. I know. The, I mean, it's the um, dress code's there, music. I saw the, mm-hmm. a, a guy talking about getting haircuts. Yeah. Like, you can't get – if you can't come to church, you can't get a haircut. And I'm like, <laughs> Amazing. I, I'm, I mean, this is what, – what year are we in, you know? Yeah, so, seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm excited is that Marathon, there's, there's excitement about our, our culture. There's excitement that what's happening with, with Greenville. I mean, Greenville's growing. People are coming. First-timers are coming. You know, and 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 I'm not here at Powdersville as as often on Sundays, but I know that that people are talking, things are happening, people are inviting their friends. You know, come sit with me. You know, and so I look around and see what God's doing, and, and people are getting involved in on teams and volunteering and helping, and groups are coming, and 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 Buckeyes. You know, one of the most spiritual things you can do is drink a Buckeye it is. shake, but. It, <laughs> It's pretty good. I, I, yeah, it is, and I and I go thank you God for what He's doing in Greenville and here and 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 what's to come in the future. I mean, there's there's greater things coming. Yeah. Um, we've been praying. I mean, that there's a culture of prayer that's happening within the staff, uh, within our people here, and and we're praying and asking God. God said, "You don't have because you don't ask," and we're asking. So yeah, so yeah, get sure. on, get if you if you haven't come yet, I'm gonna say get on board with what God's doing at Marathon. Come on, come see us. We'd love yeah. to talk with you. This is going to be a great series. We're going to talk about emotions. We're going to talk about anxiety and anger and joy. Yeah. Oh, and, yes. Uh, it's, uh, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, you have joy. I got the joy, joy, yeah. joy. I get that one. <laughs> yes, Brian's, you get that. Brian's I got anxiety, the, right? And anger. Oh, you got both of them? Yeah. Wow, so right staying. now, we'll see how that goes. Can, can we make you angry before you do that? Series? Everybody stay away from <laughs> Brian for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm. Well, I've had my fill of anxiety the last two months. So. <laughs> yeah, you can't teach it till you live it, I guess. That's right. What, that's, you know? that's, wow. that's why I might give it back to you. Oh, thank you, Brian. Thank you. <laughs> Any uh, other thoughts before we get out of here this time, fellas? I don't, well, last two things we said was, we uh, remember God knows where you are. He feels your pain. Yes. And you have to trust him. Those are the two things we come up with at the end. There it is, Pastor Eddie Cox, y'all. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today. You've been listening to the Marathon Church Podcast. Again, remember to subscribe, rate, and review. 
Uh, and send us a question, info at marathonchurch.org. We'll talk to you next time. 